right, Avalanche fans. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. Thank you for joining the Lockdown Avalanche podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli from MileHighSticking.com with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And not the way we wanted to start this series, but what are you going to do? That's why there's seven games, potentially, in this series. So we will get into game one. I went on the Locked On NHL channel and uh, their show with Sarah to talk about the Avalanche. And it wasn't intended to be uh, more or less talking about game one, which we kind of did because this series kind of just popped up. (laughs) So we'll kind of talk about that. And today, the announcement, I think it's the announcement of EA NHL 2021 at least they said they're announcing the trailer or the gameplay. And if you're into video games, and I know a lot of listeners are, I would assume if they're going to announce like a trailer with the game and show a trailer for the game, they're also going to show uh, the cover. So obviously we're going to talk about that to see if our boy is going to be on it. So before we get into all that stuff, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche, and send any, send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions. If you want to be on the show following a playoff game, if you've been listening, that's what we do. Uh, send all that to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. All right. Game one. And we had said previously, you know, we all watched the first series against Arizona. Avalanche feeling good. Feeling confident. I wouldn't say cocky, but you know, you you pretty much dismantled the Arizona Coyotes. And I had said it in the show and I wrote it on Mile High Sticking that from here on out it's going to be tough. And we find out we get the Dallas Stars. All right. And and this is not going to be a breeze. And we know that we were going to lose games in this journey. Hopefully this journey goes a very long time. You don't like losing game one, and I get it. You, you don't want to be behind the eight ball after the first game because then you put so much pressure on yourselves on games on game two, and if that doesn't go your way, then you're just you feel like you're in a, a hole that you can never get out of. So you want to win game one, and it didn't happen for the Avalanche. Um, and and you have to give a lot of credit to Dallas. I, I don't think the Avalanche did not play well. Um, Dallas did. Dallas played a very, very good game, and they, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's almost like they were better prepared, and usually the Avalanche come out firing, and, and they did not look quick. They didn't look Avalanche quick, I'll say that, and they are the fastest team in the league. You know, I defy you to tell me, you can name individual players maybe that are faster than certain players, but as a team, the Avalanche are blazingly fast and they didn't look like it. it Dallas looked like they were faster and the forecheck for Dallas was crazy did a phenomenal job of keeping the puck in their zone and the avalanche did the complete opposite they couldn't keep the puck in their zone uh and and, and then you know tack on the injuries which I get into with Sarah in the the locked on NHL show but you know that that's that's just you know twist the knife. You lose the game, okay. 
but then Grubauer goes down, and the Grubauer injury was was weird at first because when I saw it, I I didn't. I'm like, did I miss something? Did he get hit? Did, did like he get hit with a stick or something quickly that I just didn't see? They showed the replay over and over and over again, and then finally they showed it from the top down. And when nothing ha- like nobody is around him, it's pretty clear that then that it was a groin injury. So he's gone. Grubauer is going to be gone for who knows how long. That is not something you can come back from uh, relatively easily. So, um, but okay, now we got Francois, and and we have to ride with that. Eric Johnson, again, who knows with that? I, I just feel bad for him because he's been playing so well. But the the team needs to get back to having a team effort. And that really wasn't um, Dallas so many times. It's almost like you could see the goals coming for Dallas. They, they just would, would be swarming and things would be happening where you could almost see a goal materializing 30 seconds before they actually scored it. And you have to give the avalanche credit because they, they did fight back. You know, they were down two goals a couple times and they would get a, a goal to pull within one um the nathan mckinnon goal was just you know you, you run out of, of of phrases to to talk about the guy's genius but that was just insane you're you're skating against your dominant hand and then you kind of just reverse course skate backwards and fire back in the direction you came from ridiculous um, I thought the Gabe Landeskog goal was a excellent goal. He played, I thought he played very well. Um, but it, it, this was just Dallas's game. This was Dallas's game, and what do you do? You you recoup, you adjust, and you go out there and you you play how you know you can play. And having said that, like the Avalanche. Did not, and I said this on Twitter, they did not play their best game. This was the worst game they played by far in the postseason. But they were still in it. They, I, they, they, We were not, you know, shutting our TVs off. They were still in the game. So, you know, you, you, cha- you tighten up. I mean, they gave some, again, just senseless turnovers. Uh, their forecheck was terrible. They just need to play... Uh, an all-around better game, and who's to think that they can't do it? You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to have these games, um, and I think, like I said, if people or if we saw this game and the Avalanche were up two to nothing, I think people would would say like, all right, well, we just had a bad game. But when it's game one, you don't you don't want to see that. You, you don't want to play your worst game in the playoffs in a fresh series especially coming off of the series you just came off of when you were the dominant team each and every game. So we will see where we go from here. It, like I said, this, this series kind of popped up. I mean, we found out Friday that they were playing on Saturday, and the teams did too. But both teams found out, not just the Avalanche. Dallas found out too. So we can't use that as an excuse whatsoever. You got to be ready to play. So every other day for the rest of this series, we'll be back out on the ice. And that's what I love about the playoffs is you don't have to wait two, three days to kind of get back out there and, and right the wrongs. You have one day to think about it, 
correct it and get right back out there. And I have every reason to believe the avalanche will do that. Uh, it's funny because these game times are the complete opposite of round one. Um, and if you live on the East coast, like I do, it's gonna be some late nights. So, um, I don't know if you have death wish coffee where any of you people listen, uh, but they have that. I mean, it's actually made from where around where I live. So I might need to, uh, it's expensive, but I might need to pick up a bag of death wish coffee. Even they're not a sponsor or anything. <laughs> they just have really good coffee and it's crazy caffeinated, but I'll tell you who is our sponsor for today. And that is Roman. So we are talking about erectile dysfunction and it's not easy to do. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet with Roman. You can get a free line evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Once again, that is getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. And we also have another sponsor, DoorDash. So continue supporting restaurants in your community. It's something that I do at my job. I swear to you, every Friday we always find somewhere to go and support the local restaurants. And we use DoorDash. And there are thousands of restaurants in my area. Trust me, there's thousands. And we always pick DoorDash for delivery. So right now our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. So $5 off, zero delivery delivery fees. That's big on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that is code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, so let's get to the conversation I had with Sarah from Locked On NHL. She also hosts the Locked On Kings show on the network, uh, and she does double time, hosts the Locked On NHL show as well. So asked me to come on, talk about the series. Uh, when, when she asked me to come on, we didn't know this game was going to be played. So I think it kind of took a turn where we can talk about the series, where now we're talking about game one as well as the series. So... Uh, I've been on with Sarah before in the Lockdown NHL, and it's always a good time. So here it is. Check it out. Earlier in the show today, you heard from the host of Locked on Stars about their perspective on the 
Colorado Avalanche Dallas Stars matchup. And we're going to flip the other flip to the other side of the table now and hear from Chris Maselli, host of Locked on Avalanche, all about what his thoughts are coming up on this series. And as I, as we were saying before I hit the record button, I kind of had like a whole plan of things I wanted to talk about. And one of those things was how great is it for your team to have all of your players healthy and playing and, you know, ready to go and to, to make some noise. And then game one happened. And for, for people who maybe didn't get to see the game or who are just kind of realizing that the round, the second round of the playoffs just went ahead and started, uh, what, what exactly happened uh, to some of your key players in game one? Well, I, first, let me say, I guess that you've put yourself out there for the person that we can blame as why we have all these injuries. I mean, you I, have, I will you, take one for the team there. That's, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Problem solved. Great. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it. the injuries for the avalanche have been obviously well documented throughout the season so far up until game one pretty much uh unscathed i think some minor bumps and bruises here and there but um game one might have some lasting impact definitely for philip grubauer i don't see him coming back at least for this series that looked like a uh a groin injury to him and then uh eric johnson tried to give it a go multiple times throughout that game and then I think at one point just had to say, like, no, it's not going to happen. And I we didn't get an answer on him. He because it could be one of like three different events in the in that game as to why he got injured. So who knows what the the uh, one that might keep him out, if anything does keep him out. I think he is kind of a questionable right now. And then even Matt Calvert didn't even play in game one for the uh the old unfit to play so yeah it's just i mean avalanche fans don't want to see this they don't want a recreation of what happened in the regular season uh when when it comes to injuries on the other hand they did pretty well with whoever filled in so uh, i mean we looked good when we had you know a full squad against arizona so that's what we want. That's what we want throughout the, this these playoffs. And um, game one wasn't a good start. Obviously, taking aside the fact that now there is a little bit of a uh, not not quite unproven because um, your your backup goaltender has spent quite amount amount of time uh, getting his feet wet in the NHL. I have certainly seen him play both at the NHL and the AHL level, uh, and. I, I always remember him basically for just stomping whatever team that I, I am watching him. I believe that, you know, he had, yeah. I think, like a record setting night in the AHL against uh, my AHL team, the Ontario Reign. Uh, so uh, he, he is more than capable. Uh, but what, what can you tell us about about um, about your, your situation and goal, knowing that uh, Grubauer is more than likely not coming back for quite some time? Yeah, well, uh, going into the return to play, that was one of the, you know, I guess if you want to say like quarterback controversies between Grubauer and Francois. And, I, it, you know, Grubauer didn't do anything to lose the job. Um, if he had played poorly, Francois was playing very well, but he's been playing very well throughout the entire season. So I know there's a lot of Avalanche fans that wanted him to win the job outright. 
like I said, the way Grubauer played, there was no, that wasn't going to happen. Um, but now that he is the guy, this is something we went through not that long ago, or maybe it was that long ago. Is February a long time ago at this point? I mean, with no, 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 you ask exactly. <laughs> um, Grubauer got hurt in the outdoor game in the stadium series game. And that's another one you can blame on me. <laughs> is that is that your fault? Oh, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, totally your fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Grubauer went out in that game. Francois came in and back-to-back weeks was, uh, I think one week he was the number one star of the NHL, and then the following week he was the number three star in the NHL. He put up, I think it was like an 8-2-2 two, and two record. Like he was, if, if the season didn't stop, and Francois continued to play the way he did. He probably would have finished out the season, and then Grubauer might have come back around when the playoffs started. That would have been a more difficult decision than what happened now uh, because he he was riding a really good wave. So I don't Avalanche fans aren't stressing at all right now about the goalie situation, with the exception of if Francois gets hurt, then it's a different conversation. Well, we're going to cross our fingers on that. You yes, put that yes. one on me. <laughs> I didn't do that one. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're off the hook for that one. So after game one, the, the, the Avalanche did not uh, come away with the win. Uh, Coach Jared Bednar had some pretty strong words to say about his team and about how everyone really needed to contribute. And so who are you looking to see more from uh, in game two and in the rest of the series? Well, Bednar pretty much called out half of his team um, and said, you know, more or less like our our bottom six guys didn't show up. And he's right. Like you you can't. I mean, the the way the top line played, obviously, Nathan McKinnon was just doing Nathan McKinnon things. Um, Landis Gog played great. Rantanen played well. And then it was like a hit or miss. And, and w- w- you know, the, the second line was okay. Um, but the third and fourth line, which the Avalanche rely on, they're not just they throw them in there. Like they, they expect production out of their bottom six guys, and they didn't really get it. Nobody stood out. You would think a guy like uh, Don Lachuskin, who is going up against his old team, he he played very well against them, even though the Avalanche lost all those games in the regular season. Uh, he played very well against them, I think, because he had a chip on his shoulder playing against them. He was non-existent. Uh, JT Comfer, who has usually done very well in the playoffs, even though it's uh, kind of a small sample size of him, he didn't. He wasn't really anywhere. Um, it was just a tale of two teams, and 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 it had and it was like almost flashing back to a couple years ago when the top line is out there, you're like pepped up when you're watching the game because like, okay, something can happen now. And then if any other line was out there, you were like, okay, when is the top line coming back out? And we have not felt that way really for this entire season because they've been getting production top to bottom and it didn't really happen in, in uh, game one. So that has to turn around and, and turn around as soon as possible. So as we look forward to the rest of this series, there's a little bit of a gimme in this question because we already know part of it. Mm. I love making people make predictions and this series just got a little more unpredictable. So how do you think this is going to go? What do you think the final outcome is going to be? Uh, we already know, obviously, the outcome of game one since it's happened right. already. So yeah. what, what's your guess? 
So it, it's it's tough because regular season Avalanche did not win a game against Dallas, even though they were tight games. The round robin games, their the Avalanche best game was against uh, Dallas. Actually, Pavo Francois played that game and shut them out four to nothing. Um, so it's like, which one do you want to go on? And then you have this first game where Dallas looked always a step faster, which is kind of shocking when it comes to the Avalanche. Dallas looked good in game one. So I think it's going to be one of those series where it's constantly back and forth. The losing team makes adjustments and comes back and, and plays so much better the next game. Uh, th- this is going to be uh, a, a fight. Even if the Avalanche had won game one, I really think this thing is going the distance. I think it's going to be a, a seven-game series. Um, of course, I'm going to pick the Avalanche to win it in seven. But, um, yeah, it's it's not going to come easy for whoever does win it. and hopefully. For my side, it's Colorado. Well, after the first round ended with no no series going the full seven games, uh, as a uh, bystander who doesn't really have a horse in any of these races, I think the more <laughs> the more that go the distance, uh, the better. I think for for viewing fans, but not for the 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 heart rates and the blood pressure of oh, all no. of you guys uh, out mean, there having to. Do in one that. aspect, you cannot beat an NHL playoff game seven. Uh, uh, yeah, but on the other hand, when your team is in it, it's the most nerve wracking three hours of your life. It's terrible. <laughs> At least three hours. <laughs> At uh, least, like, or it could be more. <laughs> we, like we had the five overtime game already, but what if right. we had five? Oh overtime my god! Seven. A, a five overtime game seven? No. Oh no. <laughs> we'll we'll wish that on some other some other series. Yeah, yeah, or definitely. Un- unintentional damage. Work your magic that. with other series. Go go do that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for jumping on and breaking breaking down the latest news about your team and all of the unexpected news that I, I did not anticipate whenever we first uh, <laughs> set this up. So thanks so much. And for people who want to learn more about the Avalanche, who want to keep up to date with uh, all of these developments, where can they find you and your show? Yeah, so Locked on Avalanche and on Twitter, I'm pretty active on that, on the show's Twitter page, L-O-P-N underscore avalanche all right thanks so much and good luck to the avalanche in the rest of your series thank you so much all right so again thank you for sarah for having me on and of course it's not her fault for all our injuries but uh sometimes we have to put blame on everything so some people want to put blame on somebody don't blame sarah it's not her fault um, but yeah, if you want to go check out that show, like she said in the beginning of our conversation, she also talks to the guys over at the Lockdown Stars. Or if you're bitter at the Stars right now, don't go listen to it. But uh, they are good guys. I've done shows with them too. So uh, if you listen to that round table that we had at the, the Round Robin Round Table, uh, they were on that. So uh, it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a fun series. So again, thank you to Sarah. All right. Last thing the uh, cover of the EA. NHL 21 is today. Well, I keep saying the cover, but I think they're the way that they're promoting this is like an announcement or just a trailer. Let me see exactly how, what they are saying. Uh, 20 the premiere. Okay. The reveal trailer. I would have to think they have to reveal the cover. Nor, I mean, normally they do this at the award show, the NHL award show. Clearly that's not going to happen this year. So I think they're just going to do it in a commercial style trailer and then just show it at the end. 
Um, and I'm learning things because I posted about it. They, they put up a picture and it has Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, <clears throat> Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Patrick Kane, and um, Kucherov from the Lightning. And my initial tweet was, the only ones that haven't been on the cover in this photo are McKinnon and Kucherov. And uh, I asked Adam Denker, who hosts Locked On Lightning, and he confirmed that De- um, Kucherov has not been on the cover as well. And then, and then I'm finding things out after I posted this, because I, I don't play... I mean, I used to be big in the video games. I used to do podcasts on video games and work for video game websites that sent me to E3 and everything, which were like the times of my life. Uh, but having kids, you know, my, my gaming has pretty much been, been relegated to my phone. Um, so I have learned that, and this is from, um, I, and I can't, I, I hate pronouncing it's, it's sick. I don't even know how to say that second word there, man. I know you're probably listening, but I'm gonna say sick Lux and you can, you know, text me your the the middle word phonetically. Um, he said Kane was on it with Taves, and then they cut him before the publication and just went with nineteen. I think Mac he goes. I think Mac gets it as a Hart Trophy consolidation prize. So he clearly does not think McKinnon's going to win the the Hart. So that was interesting tidbit number one. And then. Someone named, oh, I got to bring up the tweet here, Baco, who's at Dan Pisa, says Crosby was never on the NHL cover, which shocked me. And I had to go back and look. Uh, I had no idea that, and, and he wasn't. So that might throw a wrench into this entire thing. I was thinking Nathan McKinnon was in the clear, and maybe he still is. Um, I thought I I thought he deserved it more than Austin Math before Austin Matthews get it. You know Austin Matthews is going to be on it sooner or later. You know McKinnon's going to be on it sooner or later. But not having Crosby on there is this one of the years they give it to him because they know he's coming up on you know the twilight of his his years and they want to throw it out to him. We'll see. But I think it's a big deal. And if you're wondering like why are we talking about a video game, I think it's a bit, when when it's the the avalanche. And we've talked so many times before how they don't get notoriety. They don't get the notoriety teams like Crosby and Pittsburgh get. Um, and and Matthews on Toronto. It's a big deal. It's a big deal when, when somebody from the Colorado Aval- Avalanche gets noticed on the front of a marquee video game. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping it happens. And it'll definitely make me buy the game. And I'll probably that's really the only game I buy throughout the year. Uh, but uh, and, but I don't get it right away. I usually wait till it comes down. I'm probably buying that day one because if he's on the cover, you gotta own it if you're an Avalanche fan. So let, let's hope it happens. And if it does, I'll let you know tomorrow. Briefly, we're not gonna make a big deal about it, but um, it's kind of cool if he's on it. All right, that's it for today. Avalanche playing tonight. Let's even this thing up and uh, have some fun things to talk about for tomorrow's show. So enjoy the game. Stay safe. See you guys tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!